Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Talking about a rise in anti-Semitism, and I said controversially, I see it online and I see it in government, but I don't see it in the hearts of South Africans. Uh, that maybe is a my naive a way of looking at the world, but I genuinely don't see it uh, with uh, amongst people. But of course, anti-Semitism around the world has gone completely, uh, completely haywire. It's really something that's just insane. And uh, th- there's been a, a new bills in the United States to define anti-Semitism, and that's quite interesting because when I I wrote on Twitter yesterday that exactly the thoughts I've just mentioned. Somebody said, well, I hope you don't define, um, uh, you know, criticism of Israel online as anti-Semitism. And I didn't even answer because I'm certainly not going there. It wasn't the point I was making. If you don't understand it or if you don't want to, that's your issue. But uh, but it's obviously that that's the line because... Uh, it's it's a very very fine wine. Shai Ben Ephraim, we we speak to him fairly often. He's a freelance writer, editor, living in Hollywood. He's a liberal Zionist. We wanted to get his view on it. What is happening legally um, in the United States, and what does that mean in terms of a reflection on sentiments? Shai, a very very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you this morning? Or thank your you. Evening? Have a good morning. Yeah, thank you. Well, I can tell you, Thursdays so far it's a very good day. Uh, so you have something to look forward. To. So uh, tell us about the uh, tell us about what is happening in in law as well as sentiment around anti-Semitism in the United States. Okay, so as far as law, we're we're in the middle of a drive that's been going on for quite some time, where we see Republicans and also mainstream Democrats, many of them Jews, trying to redefine anti-Semitism and also um, anti-Zionism. So any form of anti-Zionism would be considered um, anti-Semitism. Um, Iowa and Virginia have already passed laws to that, to that effect, that if you express anti-Zionism, that means that you're expressing anti-Semitism. In Georgia, Esther Panitch, who's actually a friend of mine, a Jewish lawmaker, is trying to pass um, a law there, making it considered um, illegal and, and anti-Semitic to express anti-Zionist views. And in Indiana and South Dakota, in South Dakota, there's very few Jews, by the way, uh, they're trying to pass laws which would make it discriminatory and therefore prosecutable to express anti-Semitic so, um, <laughs> What views. does that say? I mean, I'm being a bit facetious, but what does it say about us Jews if the place where there are hardly any Jews is... Uh, is <laughs> Uh, passing laws about anti-Semitism, uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, you know maybe says something about our own behaviour, but that 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 doesn't really matter. Uh, the, the this this line between anti-Zionism and anti-Semitism is a very very difficult one, and it's a difficult one for for liberals, certainly here in South Africa, where their core belief is that they aren't anti-Semitic, but they also have a core belief um, and uh, perhaps um, non-acceptance of Zionism. Uh, That is essentially the crux of it, isn't it? Because the need to separate Jews from Israel. Yeah, so people talk about it as if it's a very complicated issue. I've never seen it as a particularly complicated one, to be honest. Um, I think that people obfuscate it on purpose. So one of the things that people who criticize Israel in a very anti-Semitic way tend to say is that 
criticizing Israel is not anti-Semitic, which is, of course, completely true. true. Mm. But how often do we see people who are uh, against the Israeli side in this war and in general criticize Israel as much as demonize Israel to the point where they don't think it should exist? Using words like describing Israel as, as Nazis, talking about genocide, talking about apartheid, talking about from the river to the sea, talking about how Israel should be dismantled because it's a colonial racist state, etc., etc. All these things are singling out Israel in a way that delegitimizes its existence. And to me, that's always anti-Semitism. I criticize Israel all the time because I don't me like too. settlements. Mm. I don't like sometimes the way that Israel uses force. I don't like Netanyahu's corruption. But increasingly, having views like that still makes you seem like a you know genocide supporter and Nazi to the uh, you know opponents of Israel. And that shows you the anti-Semitism. People come into my feed and yours all the time um, calling us genocide supporters and Nazis just because we think that Israel should exist. And that shows you the line isn't all that blurry. People want to blur it for their own reasons. Yeah, that is fascinating because, and, and, and then the other question, of course, is always, well, as much as you're criticizing Israel, are you criticizing Hamas? Are you criticizing the Palestinians? Are you, critici are you fair in your criticism or are you just finding uh, an excuse to validate the actions of Hamas or Palestinians. And, and, and uh, it, uh, that's uh, unfortunately very, very problematic. Where is this likely to, to end? Because these laws obviously will have a big impact on what's happening on, on, on campuses in the United States, on, uh, the, on discourse. Uh, where is it likely to lead? Unfortunately, like everything else in America, this is going to end up on, on red-blue lines. Um, the United States right now is completely dysfunctional mm. um, because every state is running its own policy and everything is completely divisive. And it's impossible to find common ground on, on anything. So I'm a Democrat, but here I agree more with the Republicans. But in my state, in California, where there's a lot of Jews, they'll never have a law like this. And it will never affect the universities. Um, here. What you're going to find in some of these redder states is that colleges will be, um, will face problems with freedom of speech uh, because of this. And possibly because Republicans are passing these laws and enforcing them, not always, but usually, they also might use them in a heavy handed way that will impact freedom of speech. So you have, you know, good universities in Virginia and in uh, Georgia. I don't want to say anything about South Dakota because I want to be nasty. Um, but you do have good universities in those places. And those are liberal universities. And this is going to really be a problem. I don't actually trust the people who are pushing these laws, um, especially the Republicans, to do this in a way that's contributing to the discourse even if I do agree with what they're doing. It is interesting that, you know, one of the things we've noticed from afar, which is always easier to do, is that, that even, uh, you know, to me it was, COVID was an amazing uh, study in the sense that Americans' reaction to a, a pandemic was, was divided amongst, uh, you know, through political lines. Uh, what you believed about something uh, that, 
that uh, was medical actually depended on how you voted. So to me, that was that that was com- a, a complete extreme. It is interesting to see now, though, that with this Israel thing, there, there w- for the first time, I think in a while, we are seeing some bipartisan uh, decisions and discussions, and someone like yourself who's saying, "I'm a Democrat," but actually. I, you know, I, I support what the Republicans are doing on that. And I think that's possibly a good thing because it actually means, uh, you, you know, without sounding condescending, that Americans are actually starting to think for themselves again and not be dictated to by, uh, by somebody else's political manifesto. I wish I was as optimistic as you are. I think the bipartisanship about Israel that's very real is a relic of another era. Right. Bipartisanship over Israel used to be something that united the two parties and is today uniting the sort of Mickey um, Haley wing of the Republicans mm. and the Joe Biden wing of the Democrats who are trying to cling to that kind of patriotic past. But increasingly, the extremes on both sides are gnawing away at that bipartisan consensus. So I think we're actually going the other direction, sadly, and that's Republicans and Democrats. So maybe it is me being a little bit optimist, uh, optimistic. Uh, Shail Ben uh, Ephraim, thank you as always. Freelance writer, editor, living in Hollywood, a liberal a Zionist. Uh, we chat to him uh, to get a sense of what is happening in his neck of the woods. It's 7.01. Good morning.